This sermon is titled The Same Unchanging Jesus. Be enriched as you listen. So this morning uh, we will spend some time um, learning about the Lord Jesus. Uh, but since this is the supernatural Sunday, every uh, um, last Sunday of the month, you know, we take some time to meditate on um, God's word and to, to trust him to do the things that we see in the Bible. So uh, this Sunday is going to be a supernatural Sunday. We'll talk about, we'll talk more specifically about Jesus as the healer and as the miracle worker. So I hope you all are ready. The last Sunday of the year, what a wonderful way to, uh, you know, wrap up uh, this year. Uh, this is the Christmas season, and we've all been um, looking at scriptures that talk about the arrival of the Lord Jesus, the first coming, you know, as, as people call it, of the Lord Jesus. And this was proclaimed, this was uh, prophesied, this was sung about, you know, people rejoiced over the, the first coming of the Lord Jesus. And we see that in, in scripture, you know, we see the, the angels singing, we see the, the shepherds, you know, hurrying up to go see the Christ child. So there was this excitement about the Lord Jesus' arrival. Uh, in Matthew chapter 1 and verse 21, you know, that famous scripture that says, and she will bring forth the son and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And the whole excitement was because the people already knew that Jesus is the Messiah, the Messiah, the, the Christ, the one who is to uh, come and save mankind from sin, or the one who is to come and purchase salvation for mankind. And that is why you know, everyone was excited. Now, in this verse that I read, you know, we see that the Lord Jesus is to save his people, he is to save his people from their sins. Now, if we consider that word save there, um, it is the word sozo in Greek. And this word sozo has been used to um, convey you know, a, couple of, a couple of things. It's a verb and it shows action. This word sozo is used to talk of spiritual salvation. We just read that the Lord Jesus will come and save his people from their sins. So spiritual salvation. The word sozo is used to understand forgiveness from sins. The word sozo is also used in places where healing, the word healing is used. So it means healing from sickness as well. The word sozo has a couple of, you know, other meanings as well. It is used for deliverance. It's used for deliverance from every evil work of Satan. We know that this world, um, it's, it's uh, a battleground because we are here living for God, but there is also a very proactive enemy called Satan. But the Lord Jesus came to save us. He came to deliver us from the works of the enemy or Satan. And sozo refers to that as well. Now, sozo refers to rescue and preservation from danger. It is also used to convey 
total wholeness. Total wholeness as in wholeness of our spirit, our soul, our body, and wholeness, you know, as we live life, abundant life. So the Lord Jesus came to Sozo. He came to save us. And as we celebrate and rejoice about Christmas, now this is our understanding. He came to save us from our sins, which is part of the story, but he also came to give us spiritual salvation. He also came to heal our bodies. He also came to deliver us from every work of the evil one. He also came to protect us, preserve us from every harm and danger. He came to give us total wholeness of being. And that is why you know, this, this is uh, such an incredible, such an incredible news that the Lord Jesus, God himself, the son of God, has come to set his people free. And while we consider what the Lord Jesus has done, now sometimes it's easy for us to um, uh, receive the first part of what I said, you know, spiritual salvation, forgiveness of sins. Yes, the Lord Jesus has done that for us. But sometimes we struggle when it comes to experiencing the supernatural, of, supernatural power of God made manifest to release healings or you know, uh, deliver us or do miracles in our lives. However, Sozo, it's a comprehensive word which includes all of this. So the Lord Jesus has done all of this for us. Uh, and, you know, we must not exclude his works of power uh, from the work of salvation that he has performed. So this morning, I'm just going to focus, I'm going to focus more on healing, more on experiencing deliverance, more on receiving the miracles of God. We will consider you know, at least three things that the Lord Jesus does even today. But before that, just to um, have a, 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 you know some basis to talk about what Jesus does, we look at two things. One would be uh, the mandate, God's mandate or the mandate of Jesus. And then we would look at the nature of God, okay? the immutable nature of God. So that will give us you know, some background to then go ahead and talk about the Lord Jesus and what he continues to do today. The Lord Jesus... No, he has come to save us. And how did that saving look in his earthly ministry? Acts chapter 10 and verse 38. No, we read how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. So in his earthly ministry, the Lord Jesus demonstrated that sozo. How did he demonstrate the sozo? We read about many incidents where people came to him. They were sick. No, they were bound. They were crippled. They were blind. They were, uh, you know, maimed. They, they were mute. Um, they, so many, so many um, uh, challenges that people came to him with. What did Jesus do? In his earthly ministry, the sozo looked like he healed them. He cast out demons. He performed miracles. He transformed lives. That's what sozo looked like in his earthly ministry. And that's what we read here in Acts chapter 10, that he went about doing good. What kind of good did he do? Healing 
all who were oppressed by the devil. How does the devil oppress us? No, he is the one who puts sickness. He is the one who puts um, all kinds of things, the, the corruption of the world, the impact of, the, of sin here in the world. It's all because of the, the, the enemy, right? So God, however, is the one who delivers us from the work of the evil one. And that is what Sozo looked like in the ministry of the Lord Jesus. So the mandate during his earthly ministry was to save and he continued to do that through the works that he did. What about the cross? Now, how did Sozo look on the cross? Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14. I'm not going to read uh, both the scriptures completely here. But you know, we see here that the Lord Jesus redeemed us from the curse of the law. By becoming a curse for us. And the result so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. So on the cross, the Lord Jesus became curse for us, so that the blessing of Abraham might come upon us. The mandate of Sozo that the Lord Jesus had while he walked the earth and you know, served, did the works of the Father, it remained even as he went up to the cross, there was still Sozo released through the work of the cross. And so the mandate never really changed. And what is the mandate that he gave his disciples? We know that the Lord Jesus ascended. Even after he uh, died, he uh, rose from the dead, you would read of miracles that the Lord Jesus did. He never changed. He continued to do what he did while he walked the earth. And if that were not enough, no, he told his disciples, John chapter 14 uh, and verse 12, it says, most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. And so the Lord Jesus, you know, passed on that same mandate and said, they who believe in me, you know, each one who believes in me, will do the same works. We will do the same works. In fact, greater works. He's, he's saying that we shall do greater works in terms of you know, the, the number of things that we can do. He's saying that we'll even do greater works. His mandate of the release of his supernatural power, healing, delivering, doing miracles in people's lives, so so, never changed. And in his lifetime, you know, many a time we read, he commanded, he's, uh, he uh, commissioned his disciples, and he said, you go, you heal the sick, you, know, you cast out demons, you cleanse the leper, you raise the dead. And that is what we see the disciples do once they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And so the mandate of the Lord Jesus never changed. It hasn't changed, even today. It remains the same. Now let's just consider the nature of God for a few moments before we talk about what Jesus does. The nature of God is immutable. In other words, we can't change it. No, the integrity of who God is, it doesn't change. He's the same inside out. You know, if he says he's love, 
You dig deep into him and you see you only find love particles because that is who he is. He is a compassionate God. You dig deep into him and you see there is compassion. He is the same person that he claims to be and he continues to remain the same. Right? He's a God of justice. He's a God of power. He's, we, we understand God in so many different ways. His nature is immutable. We can't change it. And he doesn't change. The Lord, um, you know, scripture says, I am the Lord and I do not change. So God's nature is immutable. His character, it is in line with his will. He does not, you know, think something and then, you know, he does something else. It's not like that. His character is in line with his will. And his will is in line with his word. You know, sometimes it happens, right? Like we, we say if there are kids at home, a little kids, uh, if there are sweets or something on the table, we say, don't take only one. Don't take more than that. But then we go take two. And the child is like, oh, forget it. They can take two. I can also take two. Because they're watching what we're doing, not just what we're saying. But when you consider the character of God, what he says, what he does, who he is, there's integrity there. So his character is in line with his will. His will is in line with his word. Um, he says what he means. And his deeds are always in line with his word. He does what he says. So we see that God, you know, through and through, what he has revealed himself to be, he doesn't change it. No, he's not, uh, he's not going to uh, crush, get crushed under pressure in any way. He remains the same. He's a constant. So God's nature is immutable. Now, when we, why I'm saying this is because the Lord Jesus, he is a perfect reflection of the Father. That's what we see in Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 3, that he is the perfect image of the Father. So the, who Jesus is, you know, if we want to understand God, there are so many songs written about, you know, how would God be? What would God do? Uh, what must God be thinking? Look at Jesus. He is the exact image of the Father. And what did the Lord Jesus do? He reflected the nature of God. This God who is immutable, who cannot be changed. And through the life of Jesus, what we see is the works of the Father. And the works of the Father are displaying the character of the Father. The character of the Father, which is in line with um, uh, the will of the Father, which is in line with the word that has been spoken, which is in line with the works that you know, God does, the works that the Lord Jesus uh, performed. And you know, his works were really works which were an outflow, were an outflow of his compassion. Now, in the Old Testament, many of us uh, might be familiar with uh, this passage of scripture. It says, the Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. That reflects God's nature, that he is compassionate, he is gracious, that he is slow to anger, he is great in mercy. Now when we look at the life of the Lord Jesus, 
he embodied that he embodied that he was a perfect image exact image of the father and so when we read about jesus we see this in scripture i'm just reading one a particular verse matthew 9:36 which says when he saw the multitudes he was moved with compassion for them the same heart of the father the same heart of god jesus reflected represented the same heart so we read here when he saw the multitudes you know the multitudes is crowds you know how could we even know what each person is going through but we read about jesus he was moved with compassion he understood right he understood the people he he understood what they were going through he was moved with compassion the lord jesus you see the nature of god hasn't changed the compassionate god the compassionate jesus you know going forth and releasing the works of the father you know touching people's lives healing them doing miracles um all this in line with the nature of god flowing out of the compassion that he had uh, hebrews 13:8 puts it beautifully you know that scripture it says jesus christ the same yesterday today and forever the lord jesus never changed in his mandate he never changed you know his his um if you want to call it his role of representing the father well that never changed and he continued to commission his disciples and say that you go ahead you do the same thing because we are here reflecting the heart of the father as well so the point that i want to make this morning is that the lord jesus has not changed if he were to walk into uh, this auditorium this morning you would see him do the same things that you would see him do in the gospels you know if any one of us come to him with our ailment and say heal me he would heal you know if any one of us be oppressed by something you know mental stress tension something uh, maybe a work of the enemy he would be there to deliver us now if that is who he is even today why can't we just reach out to him we see the people in the bible receiving from who the lord jesus was and how did they receive you know a couple of things one is faith they had faith with faith they touched um him by faith you know you, you see the lord jesus remarking in many places and saying oh what great faith because of your faith according to your faith so what can help us receive that miracle faith how else can we receive a miracle from god you now we see that a sense of expectancy a strong desire to have the provision and it's not just um it's not just in the area of healing but we know that through because of the covenant because of the work of the cross we have every provision of heaven available for us to live a victorious and an abundant life and we can uh, have a pull on all the provision of the cross by faith with a sense of 
expectancy, with a sense of having a strong desire for those things to happen in our lives. And that's the way in which even today we can receive the work of Jesus in our lives. So this morning, I want to um, talk about three things that, of course, we can talk about so many things that the Lord Jesus does, but I just want to talk about three things um, and encourage us. You know, the whole point is to encourage us to put our faith in this unchanging Jesus. He who healed yesterday is the one who heals today. He who did miracles yesterday is the one who continues to do miracles today. So uh, I just want to encourage us, no matter where we are in, in our season of life, uh, no matter what the need of the season is, no, we have Jesus who is still uh, the one you know, who is moving uh, in our midst and releasing the supernatural works of God. So the first thing that I want to talk about that flows out of the compassion of the Lord Jesus is his healing. It is his healing. In Matthew 14, 14, once again, it talks about the multitudes, but also talks about the compassion of the Lord Jesus. It says, and when Jesus went out, he saw a great multitude and he was moved with compassion. He was moved with compassion what did the compassion lead him to do? He healed their sick. He healed their sick. So the compassion of Jesus brings healing, God's healing in our lives, in our bodies, in our emotions, in every part of our being. And the Lord Jesus has not changed. He still looks at us and he's moved with compassion. And when he's moved with compassion, what is one of the outflow that we can expect? Healing. It says there, he healed their sick. And today, he heals us. In Matthew 12, 15, once again, now we see that he was, um, uh, multitudes are following him. But in that verse, we read that he healed them all. Now, I'm assuming, you know, if, uh, probability, if there are multitudes, then, you know, I, what numbers? Maybe hundreds, thousands. He healed them all. All kinds of diseases. All kinds of sicknesses. You know, all kinds of conditions. There was no limitation. He healed them all. And the Lord Jesus as an outflow of his compassion, was touching people's bodies and healing them in various ways. Of course, not just a physical touch, but by faith, people were able to receive it uh, in different ways. And so this morning, church, just want to encourage us. Let's look to the Lord Jesus. God has revealed in his word, his covenant name. I am Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you. And we know that the Lord Jesus is the exact representation. He is the image, the perfect image of the Father. He is the one who keeps that covenant. And in line with that, the Lord Jesus 
healed people, even before he went up to the cross. Remember the time when um, a Canaanite woman came to him and she was begging him literally, saying, Jesus, my child um, uh, is oppressed, do something. She was outside the covenant. She was not even a Jewish woman. But the Lord Jesus did the works. Right? He released um, that healing because of her faith. Faith has a grip on God's heart. And this morning, I just want to encourage us. You know, uh, let's trust the Lord for healing in our bodies. Whenever Jesus saw faith, he was very um, uh, excited about it. He did remark, you know, great faith. Uh, your faith has healed you. So hold on to that faith. Hold on to that faith because God responds to our faith. The Lord Jesus heals. And I want to touch on another thing that the Lord Jesus does. He works miracles. Amen? The work, Jesus works miracles. The first miracle you know, that is um, written about him is John Two, where we uh, see that he turned water into wine. Okay, it was a very unusual uh, situation where a wedding feast is going on. They were supposed to have sufficient wine, but you know, unfortunately, they ran out of wine. And in such a situation, the Lord Jesus steps in. What can you expect, you know, a, a, a visitor or a guest to do in a wedding? But here is the Lord Jesus. He simply instructs the hosts to, you know, um, uh, fill the jars with water. And then they take a portion of that water and they go and, you know, give it to the master of the feast. And this is what uh, they're told, that the wine is better towards the end of the feast than it was in the beginning. Jesus did the supernatural. Jesus worked a miracle. We call it a miracle because it's unthinkable. You know, if you change the, the very core elements of, of something and make it into something else, only God can do that. You know, and sometimes we find ourselves in situations like that where the best of our, um, you know, all the supply that we have runs out. We've done our part to get, you know, have the resources and plan and do this and do that. But here we are at the end of our rope and we're wondering, what can I do now? You know, who can help me at the end of my supply? When, when my supply fails me, just the way Jesus stepped into that wedding, he did something supernatural. He turned the water into wine. Even today, Jesus does miracles. Amen? He steps into our situation where there's lack. There could be a closed door. There could be an adversity. There could be a, a challenge. There could be you know, something that is beyond our capacity. There could be something that, that, that is you know, more than what our strength could handle can handle or our wisdom can handle and we are crying out to God and saying God I need a miracle a miracle is supernatural and Jesus can do it amen 
And so this morning, church, just want to encourage us. If you find yourself in a situation like this, Jesus still works miracles. All we have to do is to just extend our faith towards him. Knowing who he is, he hasn't changed. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. And he will do the miracle. Another thing that I want to point out, you know that the Lord Jesus does out of his compassion is to just step in to our situation. Think about the time when, you know, Simon uh, was fishing, he toiled all night long, and he caught nothing. How would he have felt that morning, you know, having all the experience of years uh, and, and still not, not being able to get the results? And that morning, you know, it's possible that he felt discouraged. It's possible that he felt, you know, very broken, desperate. But you see the Lord Jesus in Luke chapter 5, he comes up to him and he just gives him um, an instruction, you know, let down your net uh, a certain way. And at the instruction of Jesus, he does it. And lo and behold, you know, there is a, a net-breaking catch of fish, so much so that he had to invite other boatmen to come and help him. That's a miracle. You know, where there's nothing, when all our efforts fail, when our efforts fail, the Lord Jesus steps in and he is able to do miracles. Amen? He stepped in. He could have just, you know, let it be. Yeah, Peter, you, you didn't. Yeah, maybe you graduated from fishing, but only 30%. Forget it. You should have put in more effort. You know, none of that, right? But what Jesus does is, he says, okay, I can do this for you, Peter. I know you've done your part. Your efforts have failed, but Jesus stepped in, and the miracle happened. Amen? And Jesus continues to work miracles. Another account is of the woman with the issue of blood, Mark chapter 5. You know, we see that there's a certain woman with a flow of blood, and she is struggling with it for 12 years. That's a long time. That's a long time. And uh, we don't know, you know what her state of mind was. She could have been very um, you know, depressed, sad, uh, frustrated, that things are not working out uh, as far as her health is concerned. And scriptures tell us that she'd been to many different uh, physicians to find her healing. But you know, that too did not help her. However, she heard about Jesus. This morning, that's what we're doing. We're hearing about Jesus, who he really is. And scripture says that because she heard about Jesus, she said to herself, if only I can go and touch the hem of his garment. She must have heard testimonies. Others may have done it. She decided, hey, if it's happening to everyone else, it can happen to me. And so she tells herself that, I'm going to do it. If only I can touch the hem of his garment, I shall be healed. And then, you know, we read, she goes in the crowd, she goes um, and, uh, you know, she touches the hem of his garment and scriptures say immediately, immediately, NKJV, it says the fountain of her blood dried up, was dried up. So immediately, the miracle happened. 
And sometimes we find ourselves in this place when all help fails. We talked about all supply failing, all effort failing. What about this situation? All help failed. She went to so many physicians, but she found herself in this situation. But Jesus stepped in. Amen? He did not even ask, excuse me, what's your name? Nothing. She had faith, and faith had a pull on the power of God, and she received her miracle. So this morning, church, just want to encourage each one of us. We will, you know, go into a time of prayer. We'll go into a time of um, um, ministry. But just want to encourage each of our hearts uh, that the Lord Jesus has not changed. He still is the one who heals. He still is the miracle worker. He still is the one who steps into our situations to do the impossible. And all we have to do is like this lady, this, this woman with the issue of blood, she heard about Jesus. Oh, this is the Jesus. Okay, I want to, I want to find him. I want to get my miracle. And that's what she did. She went after Jesus. She didn't go after anybody else, but she went after Jesus. And, you know, her miracle was released. And we're just going to take some time to pray and trust the Lord for him to, um, you know, do different things in our lives. I'd just like to request the worship team to please come. Uh, yeah. And this morning, uh, church, before we begin to pray, just want to uh, kind of sum up everything that I said just now uh, and reiterate the fact that you know, God's covenant has not changed. He was Jehovah Rapha. He is Jehovah Rapha. He will continue to be Jehovah Rapha. The work of the blood of Jesus has not changed. He has redeemed us. And we are redeemed. You know, that, that cannot be changed, right? So, the work of the blood of Jesus remains. It hasn't changed. The power of the cross and what Jesus accomplished on the cross, that hasn't changed. Amen? The provision of the cross hasn't changed. The Lord Jesus has not changed. He remains the same unchanging Jesus. He still wipes tears. He still heals. He still delivers. He still does miracles. He still lifts people up. Let's just put our faith on the Lord. Let's just call upon him. Like all the people in the Bible who came up to Jesus, whatever the problem, whatever the issue, everyone came up to Jesus and Jesus was able to release um, whatever they needed. So this morning, you know, we'll take some time to just call upon the Lord Jesus. I request us to please uh, rise to our feet. We will take some time to worship the Lord uh, and uh, pray together. And I just want you to go ahead and ask God. We read about all these miracles. Just go, go ahead and ask the Lord. Father, I want you to work in um, this particular area of my life. And I'm really looking forward, oh God, uh, for your hand to do something.
God, I'm looking forward, Lord, to see your supernatural work. God is no respecter of persons. He has no favorites. Anyone who comes to him by faith can receive it. And so let faith arise in this place this morning. We'll take some time to worship the Lord uh, in song and then we'll come back to pray together. God's word says that his presence is with us. His presence is a place of his power. Each of us can expect God to do something in our lives. 
right now. You don't even have need. There are different ways in which healing and you know uh, miracles are ministered. But even if no one touches, even if no one calls out your name, the power of God is here to touch and do the work that God wants to release in your life. Just by faith, say, thank you, Father. I receive it. Thank you, God. I receive it. Just give honor and glory to Jesus. He's the miracle worker. He's the healer. Some of you, if you sense right now, you know, there's a change. Something is different. Go ahead and say, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. I remember once I went for a conference with a terrible knee pain, uh, and I, I was really in a lot of pain uh, and I said Lord today I want to experience your touch Lord and it has to be tangible it has to be tangible and I ca cannot forget that incident because at the end of that conference the knee pain had gone like I knew how much I was struggling with it amen and they called for a you know the conference picture that they take and they want people to kneel down and I'm kneeling and I'm thinking man the pain's gone how, how can that happen and I've ha I'd had it for weeks and it was just gone in a moment. That's the God we serve. That's his power. So right now, whatever the Lord is doing in your life, in your body, just say thank you, Jesus. Just receive it. Put your faith in the healer, the miracle worker, the one who steps in the Lord Jesus. Heavenly Father, I thank you Thank you, Lord, for Jesus. And Father, in the name of Jesus, I speak healing. I command miracles. Lord, I take authority, Lord, over every work of the enemy, Lord, and I approve those works. I cancel them in the name of Jesus. And I speak, Lord, I speak the release of your blessings on the lives of your people. Lord, right now, let bodies be healed in Jesus' name. Right now, every oppression of the enemy be broken in Jesus' name. Right now, the supernatural provision of God be released upon the lives of people in Jesus' mighty name. Right now, we speak to situations where there is strife, there's confusion, uh, there's enmity uh, in, in, in workplaces, in, in, in homes. Lord, and we command the peace of God, Lord. We command the peace of God over those situations, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you for working. Thank you for working in our lives. I also just want to specifically call out two things. One is tonsillitis. You know, if anyone's struggling with tonsillitis, just want to, um, you know, pray for you. I command healing over uh, you in Jesus' name. I command every pain to, to uh, be removed for God's healing touch uh, to be there and for you to be fine in Jesus' name. I also back issues, you know, back issues, people with back problems. Uh, if you can just lay your hands, if you can touch your back, uh, and you command healing in the name of Jesus, be healed. Just say that. It's as simple as that. By faith. In Jesus' name, be healed. Command healing over your back. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for touching people's back. 
thank you father god father we honor you for all that you're doing lord in our midst and father we ask lord that you alone would be exalted and glorified and father we continue to speak lord the great continue to ask and seek the greater works of god the greater glory of god upon our lives yes lord father even as we move into another season in the coming year we thank you that lord it, it stays as a season of greater glory thank you god thank you jesus thank you for doing your works thank you for touching bodies minds people situations we give you the glory lord in jesus name amen amen i uh, just want to um invite anyone who has never um you know given your life to the lord jesus to uh make this decision we just heard that the lord jesus has come to save spiritual as well as you know us even in our physical being so i want to invite you to experience the saving power of the lord jesus not by force but by your own free will your choice uh, and you will see that the lord jesus because of the work of his cross has the power to forgive of sins and do all that we've been talking about this morning so if you would like to be become a child of god i just invite you to pray this prayer together with me dear lord jesus you are the son of god thank you for coming to save us forgive me of my sins and come into my heart make me a child of god i want to live for you i give my life to you in jesus name amen amen man if you've prayed that prayer then uh, i just want to uh, pray for you we also have uh, you know some resources that we would like to give you if there's anyone in the auditorium you've prayed that prayer can we see your hands if you don't mind if there's anyone who've who's prayed the prayer that we just prayed all right uh, if there's anyone online who's prayed that prayer then you know again we uh, would like to um, know what god has done in your life so please do um, you know get in touch with us uh, we have some volunteers uh, there online so please do get in touch with us we'd also like to pray for you um, and uh, thank you thank you so much for being here this morning uh, and just a word to the first time um, uh, visitors if if at all you know that there's anyone who's come in then uh, we have a welcome lounge where we would like for you to come there are people to pray for you and uh, some um, snacks as well would love to get to know you better so please do uh, drop by and request um, you know church folks to please help the first time visitors to reach the basement yeah so thank you once again i'm just going to say the benediction and then we are dismissed May the grace 
of our Lord Jesus, the love of the Father, and the sweet communion of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forever. And everyone said, Amen. 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 Thank you for listening. We trust this message was a blessing to you. For more free resources, including sermons, sermon notes, publication, please visit apcwo.org. For information on APC Bible College in Bangalore, please visit apcbiblecollege.org. Please remember to download the All People's Church Bangalore app from the app or Google Play Store.